Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of me babbling at you all about books. I'm very excited today because I am doing something I haven't ever done before or practiced doing or planned to do. But basically I started reading an arc for a particular book by a woman who I happen to follow on Instagram named Eloise Tynan and I am really enjoying it. It's called Waiting to Score and I'm halfway through and what I thought I'd do is sort of like take down my thoughts for now based on where I'm at and then basically wrap up later on when I finished it probably today actually so the first thing I want to say is this book is a dual POV and honestly I don't even know how I read a single book with romance in it that did not have a dual POV with both love interests sort of giving us a rundown of where they are during the course of their journey I love it and I especially love it in this book I'm going to be really honest and share with you all that I have never in my life read a sports romance book. I have never been drawn to them. I don't care for sports. I don't want to hear about sports. I don't go to sports. I've been to sports, but like even the way I say the word sports probably makes you go, oh yeah, she's one of those. Let me tell you something. I am thoroughly enjoying this book. It's delightful. And I know of so many people who love a sports romance book who are like me and have no interest in sports. So it was just a matter of time before I found a really good one. And I'm so happy that the one that I am sinking my teeth into is by Eloise. So I really like that this book sort of starts off with a bang. Our heroine is in a bit of a sticky situation and she's basically begging a guy to pretend that they're together just in that moment. Now, this is actually something that I've done, not to this extent, but like I remember having someone sort of try to chat me up outside the train station while I was waiting for a man that I had never met before. It was the first time we were meeting and I recognized him and I sort of ran up to him and was like, hi, can we just pretend that we've met before and just like sort of go on off into the sunset so that this other guy stops talking to me? So I actually did that. And it's only just occurred to me while I'm recording this that I did that and that I can relate. I can relate, ladies and gentlemen. Our heroine's ex-boyfriend is nothing short of a major pain in the ass. He is very persistent and it sort of shows in the romance genre how persistence can be a really bad thing when someone is trying to make boundaries with you and you're not listening. In other contexts in romance, persistence is key and sexy and we all love it. But that's the interesting contrast with this book. It's bad persistence. I'm like 60 pages in and there's not too much sport, which is the best amount of sport for me. And when there is sport, I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. It's just an activity to me. It is like the character is going through any other kind of activity. So it's not annoying. God, I'm fussy. I'm such a fuss pot, but I am loving this. The chemistry between the main two characters is fantastic. I love it when um, our heroine is like, all the guy had to do was move close to me and I was practically on fire. I really do love the truth in such a simple description. It doesn't have to be too much and it really gets the message across and feels realistic and feels relatable and I just love it. As the story escalates, the ex is just not leaving her alone. He's transferred college to be with her and he's genuinely gaslighting her. He's not She's broken up with him and he's not accepting it as the reality. He's sort of shifting the reality of the situation and pretending that it never happened. That is not cool. That is not okay. And I am genuinely fearful for the protagonist. I love that the male half 
of this relationship is the one that openly suggested the fake dating in a long-term way. I love it. So we start off with just a, hey, can you save me in this moment? And as they run into each other, he knows he's attracted to her. And so he's openly suggesting it and I love it. Even though our wonderful heroine Monty really got the ball rolling, I love that he's the one that's like, well, hey, why don't we do this? I don't know why, but I think I always see it the other way around. Maybe I don't. Bridgerton? I don't know. Was it the bloke? No, yeah, Bridgerton was the lady. Okay, yeah, it was Daphne's suggestion in Bridgerton, so that's why I'm enjoying the novelty of the guy doing it. Another thing I really love about Monty is her knee-jerk response to this is, if I was going to be in a relationship, I want it to be real. I like that because that would be me and it feels like a really realistic response and we're in a modern setting. So you kind of want that realistic response. You kind of need it in a way. So you really believe in this heroine. She's a really kind girl and she says to him, you have no idea how much I appreciate you helping me out. You've saved me so many times already and you were so chill about me jumping you in the quad, but I have to deal with Alec at some point, right? He ran a hand through his hair trying to mask his surprise. Yeah, of course. So he's surprised he's getting turned down because he doesn't often get turned down. But I have to say that like her turning him down is showing just how level-headed she is. And she is right. She would need to deal with this at some point. And again, that's just a very modern response to even suggesting this kind of fake dating thing. So I'm really enjoying how Eloise is working with this fake dating trope because, again, like, you need to believe it to a certain extent to be able to go along with it and enjoy it. And she's just set that up so brilliantly and I really do believe it. Also, I just want to say that Monty's a writer but she's not an insufferable college character. So I really do appreciate that because, look, honestly, that can be really hard to do. There are so many female protagonists that are writers in stories and – I just I love writers I love books but sometimes when they writers write writer characters they're so insufferable and particularly like you know college age student ones oh god anyway she's doing an incredible job another sort of tropey character that can be super insufferable is that amazing athletic guy and again Eloise just makes really lovely characters come to life even though West is surprised at being turned down by Monty for this fake dating scenario initially, um, even he's not insufferable. So this consistently creepy behaviour by the ex escalates and it really starts to make our heroine's skin crawl and it did me as well as the reader, which I think is really well done. The ick factor is something that the author does deftly and with a light hand but you do really feel it. I feel like Monty's response to this is fairly realistic as well. She is sort of letting things go in a way that feels like a lot of people would. And the way that women are sort of made to feel like things are their fault, that society will perhaps throw it in their face, that they let it keep going or that it's happening initially. There's just this overwhelming sense of however this ends up, it's going to be my fault. She mentions discussions with her friends Stella and Imogen and them trying to convince her to go to the police and she feels like she couldn't do it. It was my fault for letting it get this far and I was way too embarrassed to go and share the details of Alec's obsessive behaviour with the authorities, especially when his uncle was one of them. 
there was a chance they might not even believe me brushing it off as some petty breakup drama left over from high school. She's also the type of person to give this man the benefit of the doubt, not just for her own convenience, hoping it'll just go away, but because of her kind nature. It's interesting to see the way in which this creepy ex is sort of able to control her life by having her be fearful and looking over her shoulder at all hours. He doesn't even need to be stalking her all the time. That sense of fear will remain there even when he's not actually doing it. So Monty and West sort of have another discussion about this and he's happy to help her out and he really does charm me. But what's interesting is the writer has written him so that he feels like a charming man of his age. It's not like some weird romance book where like the, say the male love interest feels like he's behaving like a, you know, mature 40 year old, but in the body of a like person in their early twenties or their late teens. Um, So that's really well done. And to be fair to West, he really does feel like helping this young woman out. He doesn't appreciate that she's feeling so terrified. He genuinely does have an urge to help this woman. He doesn't like that she feels scared and he's respecting her choice with regards to how to deal with it. He's not pushing her too hard in any particular direction, although he is recommending things that I would also recommend to her, but he's happy to be that safety blanket for her. And then they lay some ground rules now that they have officially decided to do the fake dating. No sex, but he's never shied away from a challenge. The sex isn't some prize at the end that he's after, which is nice. They do both have genuine chemistry that's been established in the book and he can see that. So he's genuinely interested in spending time with this woman. Oh my God, they play a round of Guess Who and it is so funny. I don't want to give away all the jokes. I mean, if you're listening to this, you should have read the book for yourself, but like they do play a round of Guess Who, which is quite possibly the most boring game on this earth, but I love it. It's like seeing the game through new eyes through these two. It's really good. I really like that West wants Monty to come to his game to watch her play. It is what the normal, it is what the real girlfriends do, but I he just wants her to watch him, which I just think is so cute. Again, sports is such a novelty to me that I'm like, would you want your significant other to watch you? I suppose, but like, I don't know. It's just so like, it feels so young. I don't know. It's adorable and I really loved it. The timing of the banter is also just really, really good. I love it. I really do love this whole guess who sequence. It was amazing. And I would read it out word for word, but I just don't want to ruin it with my horrible voice. There's one occasion where he's out at a bar with his friends and he thinks to himself, fuck me, she wasn't even my real girlfriend, but I was sitting in a bar with my friends pining for her like a jackass. That's really sweet. And these are the kinds of feelings we like to see in our like even our heroes, like that they actually want to be around that person. That's so sweet and so touching. It doesn't have to be a lot to feel like a lot for the reader. And I really love this. There is also a moment where um, when Monty's watching his game, West like does something really successfully and they win and he runs up to her like those scenes in every single movie with sports in it and he just like kisses her very passionately and it had been a ground rule for them not to do stuff like that but it is just such a good kiss that like they're both just wow this is amazing like as they spend more time together they become more relaxed more affectionate with one another falling into their fake relationship really easily 
They're charming as two people spending time together. It's like reading a book about two really lovely people. The main bit of drama that sort of happens where there's a bit of a misunderstanding is when West's mum visits and he sort of basically tells her like he's not interested seriously in the woman that he's with at the moment. And so Monty overhears and she's really, really feeling things for this guy and that hurts her feelings so she's trying to pull back. Because he's not an idiot, West notices that she's pulling back, but he has no idea why, but he also respects her enough to give her the space that she needs. Eventually, they figure out the misunderstanding and confess their feelings for each other, and it looks like everything is going to be a-okay, and then poor Monty gets drugged by her ex and kidnapped, which shouldn't make me laugh, but it does because it sounds really dramatic and really extreme. During the course of this kidnapping, her friends and Wes figure it out and start to look for her. They're able to track her through an app. But unfortunately, during the course of the driving, this idiot ex is not paying attention to the road and they have a really serious car accident. Monty ends up being okay. She's really, really injured. Like, I want to stress that it's a serious car accident and car accidents are exceptionally serious. During the course of this, West is not leaving her bedside. She's still recovering from her surgeries that she's needed. And when she wakes up, he confesses just how much he loves her. And they have plans to move in together and everything is happily ever after. And I loved it. I was so happy for these two characters. I really enjoyed reading this book. I really can honestly say I enjoyed this romance. It's a girl who is not sporty, fallen for a sporty guy. I enjoyed every minute of the basketball. God help me if that wasn't even the same sport. <laughs> that would be so funny. But I really genuinely did enjoy this. It was fantastic. It was short and sweet. And it's like a really good, like books of this size for me are really great palate cleansers. So if I'm going to go dig into a really long series or a really big book or like a really intense fantasy book, something like this, which is not to diminish the quality or to make it seem disposable, but it's a great palate cleanser in between. It was fantastic. And congratulations on Eloise for writing such a fabulous book. And another congratulations for making me really, 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 really want to get my hands on book two. At the end of this book, we have a sample for the first chapter. I am not going to spoil a thing about it, but I will say that I like if I could have one wish, it would be to have book number two in my hands. Thanks again to Eloise for writing such a fabulous book. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll speak to you next time. Bye.